Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of another season. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. Hey. This will begin season two of Nerd School. Welcome back to season two, Nerd High. Glad to have you. It's gonna be crazy stunts. We're gonna. No. Joe's gonna bring more penis jokes. No penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast, starring Andy, Star Spangled Band with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I got to change. All my exes can tune in. We can have oh, episodes where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. Yep. I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. Lord <laughs> Art of his prime. No. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. And you all watched the Hawkeye, all three episodes of Hawkeye? Yeah. I just finished the third one. I love it. You know what? Here's the thing. I love it. Repeat that. Repeat that. Okay. (laughs) It's weird for me because I I was going to say, fuck Hawkeye, he's stupid. I still think generally bow and arrow guys are stupid, but (laughs) they did a great job of making that cool. I love it. I I, and then I I read on the internet people nerds hate it right everyone hates it Marvel I don't think I don't think it. but his, like when, just me watching I'm like you know what this shit was made for Joe Joe's <laughs> gonna watch this and he's gonna fall in love with Hawkeye what made you, you see, what made you think well, that well it's just because just how you feel about Hawkeye and Green Arrow like this show makes <laughs> Clint look like you realize like like Clint has always been like. He comes off as like a support character in the other movie. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's like it's about Clint, but you see just just how powerful Clint is, being quote unquote just that. Like even if you like in video games, you have characters that are like support characters, but like oh that's just weak. He's just a support character, but you see the shit that he can do without superpowers, and just like how how tactical he is and shit. I'm like Joe's gonna love this fucking show. Joe's well, gonna I- watch this show and be like whoa. This dude's more than just a bow and arrow. I love that they went ahead. They they went ahead and acknowledged the fact that he's the forgotten Avenger. You know all that little stuff about the oh, there's a hero, and they walk right past him to the cosplayers, and and just that whole thing about like, yeah, he is the forgotten one. He's the the musical at the beginning was awesome, where it's like, oh, he's the dumb one. He's the stupid guy. You know, he's the guy nobody cares about, right? uh, And the purple costume, whatever, but. I lo- right at the beginning, I was like, I want this musical to exist. I want. Oh, I had the opposite thoughts of said musical as musical person. I was like, <laughs> why? 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 Well, well, there was a Spider Man musical, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider Man Turn Off the Dark, which uh, just they never could get it together. It was plagued with so many problems, like injuries, doing mm-hmm. the stunt work and all that stuff. It was they, too much stunt work. Yeah. yeah. And when it came out, or like they, I don't, I don't even know if it ever actually opened. I think it like got, like it was in Tech Week or yeah, like I don't remember preview rehearsal opening. or what's that called preview nights or whatever. And then it was just it 
shit kept breaking and well, stuff. Well, my my thought would just be like, if I have to watch a musical, at least it's superheroes. But mm-hmm. that that bit for me also is what I love about all of what MCU is doing and what they do so consistently is little things like that that make it a realistic world. Like it's like, yeah. of course, in real life, that's what that would happen if there was real superheroes and that whole thing happened. Of course, there would be a musical about it, and people would go to the musical and. You know, I don't know. I think it does a really good job, of like even the musical part, right? So he's he was probably invited to the musical, right? Yeah, as, as a guest. And we have that whole interaction in the bathroom where someone's like, "Can I get your autograph?" Which is such a pain in the ass, I'm sure, for celebrities. So yeah. you have a moment where you're like, "Oh, he's a celebrity, right?" And then we spend so much time with him and like, "I'm just a regular dude. I'm just trying to be a dad," you know. Yeah. And- on this on that scene on the street where other other people forget he exists yeah it's a it's an interesting thing to watch so far in both or all three episodes we've seen a moment where oh man hi and then excuse me sir <laughs> like we've seen it in every episode so far which has got to be an interesting world for him to navigate and i love that like this show is letting us see him navigate between clearly I've done some badass things and clearly I deserve credit, but also to a bunch of people, I'm just this dude on the street walking and they want to pass me to get to the cosplayers or the fact that he has no respect at the LARPing event. Like, yeah. Yeah. And to other people, he's a vicious murderer, which is what comes in. uh, Cause I, Joe, you're probably not, aware of what the whole Ronin thing so is. So that's the big thing I wanted to add. Oh, that was my dude. big question. The whole yeah. thing is like, I know it'll be re- revealed probably. But oh, will I, be revealed. Well, but okay. So here's what I gather. And then you can tell me what's right and what's wrong and where I'm, I'm misinformed or what, you know, it's all a guess. Cause obviously I don't know. So I'm assuming this is from the comics. Um, oh. and, and obviously it's clear. He's this character, but I guess my big question is, is Ronin, Number one, is it a thing from the comics? And in the comics, is it Hawkeye? Is Hawkeye actually Ronin too? Hawkeye is one of many people who have been Ronin. So uh, right. yeah, I kind of gathered that from this last episode that there are multiple Ronins. Uh, the list of who was Ronin is a. In the third episode, we meet Maya Lopez, who is known as Echo. Uh, she was originally a Daredevil uh, character from 1999. She's the by. one. She's the one who the one who and yeah kicks ass. Yeah, uh, she was originally like a, a daredevil love interest slash enemy for a while. And then she showed up as Ronan the first time Ronan showed up in 2005. In, in a, comics. You're talking in, about in yeah, comics. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In an Avenger, new Avengers series by Brian Michael Bendis. Is she another superhero name too, or just Ronan? Echo. Oh, Echo. Uh, you said that. Yeah, Sorry. because she's, she's, getting got, her own, she's getting her own show as well. She's getting a spinoff of Hawkeye? I don't know if it's going to be a spinoff, but it, they are doing an Echo show. Well, that's cool. Isn't he doing the Echo show or like CW? No, <laughs> MCU. It's an MCU show. Okay, I'll just listen. You never know these days. That's why I'm asking. Well, Maud was a spinoff. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Do you think so, Maud will be on Echo's show? Yes. No, no but uh, empty, the cast of Empty Nest will be there. What about Young Maud for a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe series? Young Maud, and she's like a younger version of B. Arthur. 
you know, I'm they're, sure they're, someone's they're, in talks. they're gearing up to the Young Avengers, which is uh, what young Kate Golden Bishop Girls. is from. Young Golden yeah, so Girls like, are even, superheroes. They didn't know each other until they were old, so you, you can't ever uh, have them together. Well, I'm you can have them like going through the their Avengers. individual lives. Yeah, separately. So we, like kicking ass vignettes of roses back home and all her shenanigans and uh, back in Olaf St. Olaf picture yeah. it Sicily 1912 <laughs> yeah exactly we need we to make get... this we'll make it it's a cartoon and we're gonna make yeah it. Okay. anyone right. listening don't try it we're yeah we're copyright all you gotta do is say copyright after something and you get it you get all the money <laughs> all right all right but so other Ronan. people who have been Ronan in the comics are Hawkeye uh for one uh, also, uh, Red Guardian from the Black Widow movie, uh, and Blade yeah, has Blade. been Ronan, and Blade uh, has been Ronan. Uh, Bullseye, Daredevil's arch enemy, has been Ronan as well. So Ronan is just a th- moniker people take up just to secretly fight crime for some reason. You or... know what, Ronan is? Gonna... what? There's uh, a movie called without... right, but it's the samurai without a master. Right. So that's a title. Yeah. yeah. Ronin okay. is a Japanese, Japanese title. It's a yeah. Japanese title for a, a samurai without a master. master. But other samurais have. Yeah, because there was a movie. I saw a movie called Ronin. There was a movie called Ronin a long time ago, right? Yeah. yeah I think, uh, was, I think uh, Robert De Niro was in it and yeah. the truck blew up. Oh, and that's all I know. <laughs> there was like a scene like in I it. S- I feel like I saw that. I remember something you about it. You probably a- did, but it's one of those forgettable movies that also, Taylor Swift has a song called Ronan. Just I mean, Ronan, maybe that's and Ronan. For, there was a samurai movie I had to watch for my film class. This is all just Robert, just coming. Well, back the Robert De Niro movie isn't a samurai movie. No, and it's also not to be confused with uh, Ronan the Accuser, who is the uh, you will meet in the new Gar- the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, or the animated series Ronan Warriors, which came out in the late. 90s, which also spawned a awesome toy series. See what I did there? Also, not 47, 47 Ronin, Keanu Reeves. 47. Yeah, that was that was yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That was one of Keanu's yeah movies. So it's a guy like it's a cool guy who has samurai powers who doesn't answer to anybody and is yes. a mystery man or gal or gal because oh. Echo originated the the yeah. the Ronin identity. Okay. individual it's i thought a, there was something individual. somebody's everybody's upset about about hawkeye like hawkeye's been canceled because of this or everybody Jer- some people are mad at jeremy renner for oh i can't even remember why but there there was some talk about maybe canceling that dude but i don't remember um, i i can't remember why and i and thought tvj would know on top of it yeah i was gonna say <laughs> yeah that's what i was waiting for you guys to say here's what it is you idiot Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, I think he's. It's about him. Um, and while he's doing that, Joe, also like you wouldn't know about Ronan necessarily, not just because of comic books, but like he's not just well, like he also is a comic book thing, but he also is already been in the MCU. Which, if you were watching the movies the way you should have been watching movies, you would have seen him already. In what show? What movie? Uh, he's an Endgame. Oh, okay. uh, we 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 get uh, like what Hawkeye has been doing. Uh, and you, I mean, there's even the, yeah. even the flashback in this shows was from Endgame. Of, yeah. yeah, 
So Hawkeye is Ronan in Endgame. Yeah. So and we'll get to so that. as far as I know, Hawkeye is yeah, is the yeah, first person to be Ronan. And we basically just did it because he mm-hmm. was pissed and murdered the shit out of people uh, yeah. because of who he lost after Thanos uh, did his thing. Okay. But uh, so then as soon as Black Widow offered him some hope to fix things, that's why he said Black Widow killed Ronan. Yeah. That's how she did it was giving Hawkeye hope so he could stop being Ronan. And- yeah. Getting him out okay. of like the pits. Above yeah. And so he goes into that mode so that he can like get revenge like it's revenge killing people well it's mm-hmm. more the, I mean, vigilanteism yeah, it's, it's so more he, just you have to follow any rules or anything because, because what happened to like the, the trauma that hit him in endgame i don't know if i i could tell you because you haven't watched it yet but and he won't remember it he won't remember it but uh I know. You can just say a trauma that happens because I don't want to do any spoilers for Joe. I want him to watch it. Yeah. Full out. He has to watch it anyway. But something happens that he can't do anything about. So he just is has all this anger and loss and depression. And yeah, uh, I kind of remember. And he he vents it into just murdering the shit out of the Yakuza and whoever. And apparently he's been doing it. He did it for years, just murdering. this This story seems to parallel. Uh, Winter Soldier, or or what's his name, Bucky, Bucky, whatever Bucky. It reminds me of that Bucky show too, where he's like he's lost everything, he lost everybody. He's you know he became a bad guy, just killing everybody. Well, that was involuntary. He was mind control, yeah, kidnapped and brainwashed, and he didn't have a choice. Yeah, whereas this is Clint Barton just losing it and just losing it. Just going, all right, I'm just going to murder the shit out of people until I feel better. And he never feels better until Black Widow offers him some hope. Well, I, and I liked well, throughout this thing, these three episodes, I liked that they did some of the same stuff as Falcon Winter Soldier. You see their the problems with being a superhero. You see the realism mm-hmm. of like, I can't mm-hmm. see my goddamn family. All I want to do is go see my family, but I'm stuck in this thing and I can't just go do it. Although on that last, last episode, I was like, just just go like come on can he just go like him on. Just, I, mean, I guess uh, he doesn't want to draw the uh, attacks towards his family he wants to keep them safe but he also wants to take care of this girl but can he like i don't know take her with him and then put her it also could be one of the things where he, he kind of sort of feels guilty because oh, of the absolutely. things that are happening yeah and yeah. what he what he did as ronan is like i don't even I can't remember if he even told his family so about it. It's almost like it's, it's I don't think he told anybody. It's penance for him. It's tearing him apart being away from Nate now, but like, you know. It's so like, and it shows, it's kind of is illustrates that you can't just do that. You can't just right. become a murder machine for all of criminals all around the world and not have any blowback. Yeah, there's consequences. There's kill. always yeah. consequences. P.S. I figured out people were angry because Jeremy Renner's ex-wife has accused him of doing some not nice things like threatening her life, but he's never been like doing like doing what? Threatening her life. Oh, threatening her life. Uh-huh. Um, but she's never he's never been fully accused, and there's rumors that she was a bit mentally unstable. Therefore, like Amber Heard done anything. Listen, Amanda Heard turned out to be. They were both toxic together. I'll say that. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Toxic. Two toxic people together should 
that was a mess, but that was the original threat, but that was a while ago. And um, Disney has made a few statements that, you know, he's here. He's all kind. Yeah, and he is. The other thing I'll say is is, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's wife makes this show like she's the best about it. I can't believe he married someone. So I know he married someone young, but Mrs. Seinfeld, great job. Um, (laughs) She is. And that's a character in the show. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, who <laughs> who is all over the nerd verse. She's in the Transformers movie. She's the voice of uh, Gwen Stacy, the Spider Woman, in uh, the Into the Spider Verse, the Miles Morales animated movie. Yeah, you love that uh, show. Uh, and all sorts of shit. And For somebody who's twelve years old, she's been in a ton of shit. <laughs> I think but she's her uh, in her twenties, but yeah, she's been in a ton of shit. She's kind of the Romeo the, and Juliet, the guess it girl now. Yeah, but yeah, she's great. She's great. I mean, I never, I've never seen her in anything. I, I knew it wasn't really Jerry Seinfeld's wife, but she was fab. I thought she's, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's oh, so yeah. good, and she's, I mean, she was so great. And I was like, God damn! I had several times like. She makes this fucking movie this show. I just want to keep watching because of her. And it's like she makes that Clint Barton guy be, you know, he can be as lame as he wants because she's so great. You want to keep watching whether she's she got to be around like going around with this tool. So she's great. Like they make it's like a awesome. buddy cop movie where it's the curmudgeon old guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Young, the young one. Right. This is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And um. Oh, but and that's that. yeah. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, I was just gonna say like a uh, couple historical notes. Kate Bishop, yeah. uh, created by Alan Heinberg and Jim Chang in uh, 2005. Okay. First appearance was Young Avengers number one, in uh, a series about like a bunch of kids who are inspired by the Avengers and have their own powers, try to form an Avengers oh, team of their own. Right. Uh, so is she? So she's on the same team as those young like Wanda's kids. Uh, it's Kate Bishop, Wanda's kids, uh, Elijah Bradley, Eli Bradley, Eli Bradley, yeah. who was in the ca- okay. So, yeah. Uh, so you guys all know this. And I'm just now probably like, America Chavez. So they're building um, all these shows are building up to the Young Avengers. Yeah, yeah. you guys um, all. Matter of fact, that. I would bet the next Young event, the next Avengers movie will be Young Avengers. Well, you know, yeah. our friend uh, Greer. It's also right, right. Uh, uh, the first bit when she's doing the stunt thing with the arrows, she's got her friends watching her. She yeah. calls one of them Greer. Yeah. And there's no reason for anyone to be named Greer if it's not specifically <laughs> David Allen Greer. Uh, Greer Grant <laughs> from Marvel Comics, who is Tigra, one of the Avengers. Oh, Tigra. I here's, know. I've heard of Tigra. Here's the thing. Like, uh, watching, oh, yeah. like watching a show like this, it's like we don't really have, like, there are no superpowers that we know of yet in this show. So you, but then also like, we know that Marvel does a lot of Easter egg shit. A lot of times I think I'm starting to, starting to feel like some of their Easter eggs sometimes may never pan out, but then they're like so small and minute. It's almost like here, catch this and let's keep on going. Like if you know comic book shit, you're going to be like, oh, I peep what they did there. If you don't, it's going to be like, Joe, like, oh, is that girl that was here? Is, is they somebody in the comics? Why did they do that? Or why did they do this? But I just sort of, like, there are a lot of things, a lot of little different cues in this show, which are comic book goodiness, which I don't think ever is going to, like, really amount to anything. Where, like, they, they talk about Greer, like, even the poster in the second episode, I believe, 
like the lady's name on there. She has something to do with like other Mora Bob, whatever the fuck her name is. But like she has something to do with like the West Coast Avengers. It's like, is it gonna be a thing? Or is it just like, oh, look at that post on the wall? Just like how I always sit in other episodes, read the writing on the wall kind of thing. It's a lot of that in this show that probably will never amount to anything, but it's almost like just like, hey, comic nerds, people we doing here. It's a nod. It's a head nod. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like a Which I, yeah. So it doesn't have to be anything, but it can be later. It, it, it possibly, yeah. If they choose to, yeah. But it's like a wink. Wink, wink. Like, are we ever going to get um, Joaquin as Falcon? Never know. I just wonder if there... Is there somebody whose job it is just to, like, take look at the big picture? Like, is there just one guy that's just... His whole job is just, I'm the big picture guy with all Marvel stuff. That would be Kevin Feige. Yeah, <laughs> who's the head of Marvel Studios? So he doesn't direct any of the things. He just like oversees everything and then tells yeah. people they got. Oh wait, you got to add. Oh yeah, because didn't they say John? What's his name? Quit because Kevin Feige awesome. kept forcing him to put stuff in it. Iron Man, John Favreau, two or three. Yeah, John Favreau. Why he decided to quit directing it, and but he loves still being he's in the movie, still movies. producing it. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's still, still getting being, money out of it. He's just not. Yeah. Directing it. But like he's making this movie, and Kevin Feige comes. Oh, by the way, you got to add. You know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's uh, uh, frustrated some of the filmmakers. Just like uh, they they can't quite be auteurs or just make the movie they want to make because they have to put in like these links to other films or yeah, they want creative control, please. Yeah, I mean sometimes you can get away with it when it's a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy that's not connected to anything until they make it that way, or like the Eternals uh, is very much its own thing and. But it's, but in some of these other Avengers movies, they ha- kind of have to. They have to link. Yeah, they have to be going yeah. somewhere. That that action scene in the cars and the car chase and the arrows. Episode three the, for those who are listening to us. In episode, yeah, the coolest fucking thing I've seen. I feel like in a long. I mean, just the way they the camera worked and kept turning and panning back. It felt like a video game. It felt like real mm-hmm. life. It felt like a movie all in one. It also felt I, like a comic book because this this uh, storyline, <laughs> this series borrows heavily uh, from the 2012 Hawkeye series by Matt Fraction and David Aja. Really? Uh, the art style of the credits is all David Aja. I all love the, the credits. I yeah. almost watched it just because it looks cool. <laughs> and I, I hope that guy's getting paid because they're using his his and ideas and, work. and that Hawkeye series. <laughs> this particular Hawkeye series, like a lot of people are, even nerds are like Hawkeye's kind of the lame Avenger. Yes, but but this really kind of snazzed him up a bit because yeah. the art style was so crisp and cool, and like the layouts were really interesting. The ideas were really cool. It, it like Hawkeye was just this beat up, down in his luck schmuck that kate bishop's kind of trying to drag into certain adventures the tracksuit bros the tracksuit mafia i love that. Said, uh, <laughs> that April, funny, April. it's like in the comic books all they say is bro pretty much hey bro what's going on bro hey bro what are you doing bro I and love they're, it. they're idiots and ridiculous but there's a million of them and they're all wearing red tracksuits i and love dangerous love that whole thing the tracksuit mafia like, but, like, it made me laugh yeah, so yeah. I was like what is initiation like it's like once you once you kneecap the guy here's <laughs> let me hear you say bro let me hear you say bro. you want me to say bro no <laughs> so, that's one of the initiation like 
It's when you say bro. Yeah, they, like, you hey, have bro. to say bro. I think right you have to kneecap someone while saying bro in a way <laughs> that threatens but is congenial. Like that's your right. Ass. And that whole car chase sequence, I'm pretty oh, sure, God, so good. is directly from the comics. The whole thing where the like she's like firing the trick arrows, arrows and she and doesn't know what out. the arrows are yeah love that's exactly it. that's like lifted oh, directly from that. that series i mean i could see right away i could see like playing like a the old marvel rpg game and that's a thing that's a trick like okay you have these arrows but you don't know what they are and you roll a dice and see what happens and just, yeah. like, and just like i couldn't wait to, like it made the arrows fucking exciting i was like i can't believe i'm fucking rooting for arrows like i love <laughs> shoot like, more arrows did you like did you like the pen arrow the Which one? Era? The Pimtech arrow. Is that the one? Oh, is that the? Oh, yeah. So, and it made the arrow really big. Oh, so I didn't. You know. I, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out exactly what just. I didn't happened. get what happened. I was like, why is she that so cool? What happened? It with didn't it? Lark, yeah. So it got and real like big, and then and then cut yeah, no, the, the truck in half. Was, yeah, the arrow he had was Pimtech arrow, and just, yeah. she just had like that regular fucking arrow. She threw okay. it up in the air, and then when he hit it, it got right. big. That explains right. why so it busted the, the truck. Yeah, the blue light is what happens when Ant. Oh, again, you you haven't seen Civil War and all that shit. So I'm, I knew Pim. I'm, I knew Pim was the Ant Man. I knew it was gonna get. I thought I was expecting to get real small, and then when it did, well, I was like, light, Why did when, it when, whenever whenever it's blue, he gets bigger. Okay, like Ant Man when it's blue it becomes. I guess giant. I love the purple shit. I love the thing that got the Christmas trees everywhere, and I I just love her whole thing. Is like, what the hell? Did I just love that they do all that comic book like jokey stuff. With the heroes, like it just you like yeah. old her Spider Man, and yeah, did you like her designing a costume for him? That's basically his <laughs> yeah. like, costume. I your love problem it. is branding. Yeah. It's branding. He's like, no, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> all about branding. Well, then uh, he explains why he doesn't want to do that. Like I've, I need to be in the background. I need to be not around. He does. And you I love know, you can't, you can't sneak up on people. They can see you coming. But even yeah. sitting said he was, you know. From the beginning, he was always meant to be like a ghost. Like when yeah. you first yeah. see him in Thor, you know, you don't know that he's our guy, but you know, like he just pops up, he's sitting there. You know, he's getting yeah. called in to take care right. of something. Right. And he's always mostly been a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. until the Avengers when he, you know, ropes him in. I love Kate Bishop. She does. You're going to love I mean... Kate Bishop forever. I'm waiting <laughs> to see what's up with her uh, future stepdad. Um, yeah, sword man. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna ask too. Is like, do you guys as nerds that know all this stuff, is this like a plot line and storyline? You are oh, that's gonna be Doctor. What name is Sword Blago Man? Or Jack Duquesne. Duquesne. And he was also a mentor to Hawkeye. Isn't Duquesne the name of a so, villain? So now the thing is, him at the very end of three, wanting to know if. They actually know each other when you know has the Ronin sword and like don't move. So it's like the way Marvel, just like the way Marvel's been doing shit. Like even in episode at the very beginning of the episode, when we see her, see Maya's uncle, and you see like his, you know his sleeve, oh, whatever. Like, like is this Kingpin or yeah, isn't it? We don't see and the his, fact that yeah. like how Andy say Maya was a daredevil villain. I mean, a dare, when you know tied to daredevil, it's like some nerds are saying, like, okay, well. You know, if you put Echo in this series and then there's her uncle and then all these other things, like this is probably Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk, which they're trying to bring over from Daredevil's Netflix series, which also to me, like this, this show, this, 
Hawkeye reminds me of the way the Daredevil, the first couple of seasons of like the Daredevil Netflix series. It's like you know that the Avengers and all of that shit exists. They don't they don't name drop them in the show, but you see like this guy who's going around doing stuff, and it's almost like a lot of bad assery, but it's not over the top <laughs> bad assery. <laughs> I just realized Jacques Duquesne, the sword guy, is yes. the swordsman. Marvel yes. Comics superhero Avenger, like which like, I said five see, minutes ago. Yeah, sorry, I was just look, I was in the process of looking <laughs> him up. No, it just when you started talking, or anyone uh-huh. <gasps> like okay. that's all he was yeah. just catching the process. But Swordsman ties into Hawkeye's history. Mm-hmm. Um, there, and I don't know if they're going to get into Hawkeye. We don't know anything about how Hawkeye became Hawkeye uh, in the MCU. And see, but, this is one of those things where Marvel might be just giving us that to say, like, hey, nerds, check this out. But it never amounts to anything. Oh, it I, could, but I, I think I'm, this is going to amount. Yeah, he's the villain, right? He's, he's the super villain think? in this. I don't, know. I don't think he's the, the big The way bad, that promo but he's episode, definitely not. The next episode, guy. they're making it seem like her mom has something to do with this as well. Like, her mom's keeping something from us that we don't know about. Oh. Like, a hundred percent her mom is up to something because I'm gonna take it back to episode one. Uh oh disappear for a while and like no one is checking on her in the middle of the stinking Avengers battle, and it takes her mom a hundred years to come find her. Cause I'm like, what was y'all doing? Did <laughs> dad actually die because of the attacks happening? <laughs> or where was mom? This is Tiffany's theory. We you know. I don't know what I was going to do, but I will say it took an awfully long time of her running around that house calling for her parents before her mom showed up and dad had disappeared downstairs. And the fact that they were fighting. I was hard up for money and shit trying to figure out how they're going to pay back whatever the debt is. So, yeah, but I think something, (laughs) something's up. Something. Mom's in here too. too. Yeah, yeah. Swordsman. Oh, shit. Who's he? in the comics i can't remember who he's married to uh but the swordsman and then like there's another character who's like he's in love with which i they might be like combining a bunch of stuff but the swordsman in the comics if i remember right was kind of the mentor to clint barton when he was a carny (laughs) back when he was a carnival like a traveling uh criminal carny gang with him and his brother (laughs) barney barton uh who later becomes Trick shot, uh, I think is in the when the, they do the Dark Avengers, or he's a, like a Masters of Evil guy. I think he, but all right, I'm just kind of rambling. But this is there. It's kind of interesting if they're going to take Hawkeye's the people that inspired Hawkeye and make them into Kate Bishop's uh, mentors or whatever. That'd be interesting. Huh? That's cool. That's so something Marvel kinda... would do. So it's kind of mending the old, or it's kind of blending the old and the and the new. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then we're talking about her mom too. I I did think something was up when she when she had that line. Is like, what's this? What's this? I hear about a fire. Like her daughter's. She's not that her. concerned. Yeah. yeah. Then when she shows up at work, she's not doing the mom like, oh my god, you were in the fire, like. Nothing about her mom is giving me maternal. Vibes. But even even also the fact that like her mom runs the security company, usually out of right, like, like is that, the HBIC like in the yeah, like yeah, black ops kind of type shit. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, some local security. 
Yeah, and remember, Odu is like when she's like, "Oh, your nephew hit the jackpot," and uh, his uncle was like, "Did he?" Because he is not a fan of her mama. Um, so there's something there. And uh, Hawkeye's or Swordsman's wife in the comics was Mantis, who is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I Mantis, really? Mantis in the yeah. MCU is is very different from the comic book version. Uh, and I don't know a whole lot about the comic book version of Mantis, other but they kind of got her vibe okay. But like, there's so much more to Mantis than just. Uh, Here's the thing: if you if you're thinking about Marvel, Marvel and the multiverse, a lot of times some of these shows, what they do when they do like whole like this could be or this can't be kind of thing, it's like even if you're saying like they're doing the blending, usually when you have someone from a multiverse, it could be like Peter could be this person then also peter could possibly be a sandman with spider powers kind of thing so it's like you know we, we know that they're combining powers then also maybe that's just what they're going for because this is like you know a multiverse kind of thing so it's 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 not maybe it's not really maybe it's not trying to be like the comic maybe it's creating its own timeline so to speak you know I, what i'm saying does that make sense I just looked up Eleanor Bishop on the Marvel database, and I guess it's totally different because she she died and leaves uh, Derek Bishop to raise the daughters, uh, and then they find out later that she was alive and she has something with Madame Mask, whatever that is. Uh, Ma- Madame Mask is a Marvel villain who she's the daughter of uh, the nefarious Count Nefaria. Who is the head of? It's not the mafia; it's the mafia. Uh, <laughs> so maybe mafia people wouldn't kill them for creating uh, an gangster stereotypes or whatever. So uh, I hope Swordsman wears. I'm just looking at this database too with the Swordsman. I remember him, Andy, from when Andy and I were younger. When we were in, I don't know, probably middle school or elementary school, we had. I guess it was the Marvel Marvel superheroes role playing game. Role playing game, and it came with a book. <laughs> Yeah, the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, uh, uh, which was like, they did that. They published them as comic books just to kind of, here's every character we have in the Marvel Universe. And then they did that Mm -hmm. for the superhero game. So they gave every character in the Marvel Universe stats. So if you wanted to have them in whatever thing you're doing, not that any of us understood how to do a role-playing game at the time. We really uh, didn't. We didn't do that well. We didn't know how to live action role-play. Or, yeah. I I can see Joe as a LARPer. (laughs) <laughs> I was well, watching this with my oldest kid. He goes, "I don't think I realize people do this in real life." And I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. real. It's it's yeah. real." Well, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys about that, just about that LARPing thing. And I think I, I think I alluded to this in something recently we were talking about too. Um, I sometimes wonder if Marvel's ever like, is it writing that line of potentially making fun of nerds, like? I mean, I but how, they, was, how? Well, I mean, LARPing, like, I mean, they sort of these guys were Clint Barton's reactions to LARPers is yes. kind of uh, generally anyone's like reaction to LARPers that yeah. aren't LARPers. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of go, and then they made them out to be. They didn't make them out to be like stereotypes and completely weird, but they were nerdy, like weird. Let's be real. If you are, it's like how you, it's like how you feel about people who play disco. Yeah, you're gonna be a little. 
you're going to be a little bit odd um, to come together in a group. I don't think they did this justice. I think they cover them pretty well. You know, props to them for having a diverse group of LARPers because that's yeah. not the case. So yeah. I watched this and I was like, okay, Marvel, making sure your LARPing group was not um, what some of these real life LARPing groups look like. I don't think they were making fun of them. I think they were just showing a side of nerdum. And let's be real, like Clint is the cool, you know, yeah, cool older guy. So he would not view it as a fascinating thing, right? So I think action is norm. I'm gonna bet at some point in like episode, I don't know how many episodes of this there are. Six. Six, Six episodes. So episode five, somehow uh, a group of LARPers saves his ass from certain right. that, I think Grills. that meant the LARPer he got out. the suit back from is going to come Grills. back. Yeah, yeah he's going to help him out. He's coming back for sure. Because yeah. we liked him, right? Didn't we like yeah. him? Like he, He's super likable. I love that he was like, come on, man. This is all I got. <laughs> like, just let yeah. me do this. Um, uh, so I wanted yeah, to be like, but dude, you're a firefighter. You are a hero. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Art. That's what my thing. I was like, I didn't buy. Like, I, I was surprised to hear when that and when that lady said most of these guys are cops and firefighters. Like, really? I don't know if any. Yeah, but you have are. to remember, not all firemen are the ones <laughs> on your hunky calendar, Joe. Number one, <laughs> my hunky calendar. The only yeah. calendar, the only calendar my- I have with that's exploiting men is my Art Star twelve month calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think people often misconstrue what firemen are brave and they're heroes because they have to run into buildings, but. A lot of them look like everyday Joes, and outside of that, that's what they are. They're everyday Joes who Joes, yeah, yeah, like everyday Joes. Um, and some of them, some depending on where you live, there are volunteer fire people too, who it is not their main job or source of income. Same thing with cops. You have to remember, cops span. You can join at twenty one and be a scraggly dude. You aren't in the gym um, doing anything crazy yet. You can just meet these qualifications and so while they are heroes in a sense well some of them um they're also like some of them are regular nerdy dudes like if you think about in the uh police academy you have the it guys they're still considered cops but they're watching surveillance and doing that stuff or they're behind the scenes in dungeons and you know collecting i know where your head is joe you have have hooks you have tim kazarinski and the guy who makes all the sounds with his mouth is what i was yes hilarious i know you're thinking of the movie cops that series what is it called police academy police academy got talent not too long ago michael winslow was yeah it was kind of strange yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to exit. You guys can keep talking, but I have to okay. you know, do grown up things. Like could, you, could you do us a favor and just like pretend you're upset and we had a falling out and you're leaving? I hate oh. you all. I'm <laughs> coming back. Can you say Excelsior? No, that's never happening. <laughs> my final input that I've enjoyed the last, the last three episodes. And I actually look forward to this. I think I look forward to the rest of Hawkeye more than I look forward to WandaVision. So, whoa. Wow. Damn. That's that's- Big. big dropping the mic. I love family dynamic dramas, and this is giving me two family dynamics to dissect and tackle Kate's family, well, his family, yeah. uh, I hope the ending of this and their newfound family. So I'm yeah. all bored. I look forward to it. I will see you guys next week. All, all right. right, bye, TBJ. Bye, Knock on Hero. Jay, out. I can't get out.
<laughs> the now button that, says leave. Okay. I was going to say, now that Tiffany's gone, <laughs> we can tell the truth about how we feel. No, uh, so, yeah. Uh, crap. What were we saying? So, I love that she, she brought up Police Academy. Uh, uh, those of you who don't know, Tiffany is a Steve Gutenberg super fan. So, she tries to put uh, Police Academy in everything she talks about. Uh, her house just has framed pictures of Steve Gutenberg everywhere. Is it the same movie with the haunted house that he was in? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, Art Star is uh, the right second this, biggest this is, Steve Gutenberg this is, fan. This is where she would lick him up for us and inform us. Uh, are you thinking of that the three men and a baby where there's like a haunted no, there's, there's, thing there's, in the background? There's a, no, there's a movie that Steve Gutenberg is in that deals with haunted houses. I don't know the name of the movie, but there's one. It's probably Joe, Steve Gutenberg goes here. to a haunted house. Not, I can look not, it up. Uh, but you know, um, I was just going back to IMDb and I forgot I brought up the movie Yo Jimbo. Uh, that was the movie that taught me all about the samurai lifestyle. And because oh. there was a new Yo Jimbo, so you haven't I, seen Rashad, Rashad? So I, I went back and watched the original Yo Jimbo, so I'd be ready for the new Yo Jimbo. And then I don't know if I even watched the new Yo Jimbo, but I got really <laughs> into like samurai stuff for a while. I was like, samurais are fucking cool. You should look uh, at some Kurosawa movies. Yeah, and I think they like Yo Jimbo was kind of remade as a thirty like right. a gangster movie with Bruce Willis called Last Man Standing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. That's it. Uh, I had that's that. On it. It's when that came out. That was an awesome movie. For some reason, <laughs> I want. I went back and I needed to research before I saw that. I don't know what I was thinking then, but that's the I, movie that made me realize that Bruce Willis hit one of his one of his sticks is. Whenever he's in any kind of movie where he has to shoot guns, he always has the two fifth guns. Like it's never just one gun. It's like I gotta have two two guns, have a uh, gun in each hand to blow someone away and shit, and then do that sideways kind of like aim down the sights thing. Like he want to say yippee kaye as he's shooting, but he's not a diehard movie. I'm looking, also, up, uh, I'm looking up Steve Gutenberg movies. I don't see a ghost. Well, it wouldn't be ghost. Anything, anything with haunted in the title? Uh, no, three men and a little lady. Probably, probably like in the nineties. Nope, I didn't see anything. I'm sorry, I coughed. Everybody, you anyway, son of a bitch! Edit my coughs out. I feel mad about it. Make it into a laugh track. Yeah, I had to turn off. <laughs> <my mind. laughs> Anyway, who cares about Steven Gutenberg? <laughs> anything, anything about this movie? Uh, anything else that we want to say? I I just can't get over how awesome that car scene, like just the way the, the camera turned. And, and, and like you said, Andy, some of the stuff that looked like a comic book to me was, you know, when they sma- that when they did that quick shot of her smashing his, his hearing aid, that was comic book to me. It was like, Close up on the foot, smack. You know, it was like yeah. you can see that as a panel. Yeah, you know, right. but but the way that the camera like turned and went from them and then turned, and you saw the cars, and then it turned again, and you see them again. It was just so beautiful. I, mean, I want to go watch it again. But I love. And right before that, I was like, oh, I got to remember that this the Toy Story scene is awesome. And then that one blew it away, and it was way better. So yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, you, see, you get to see how street level superhero shit is. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what makes it like it, it's 
it's I don't, I don't want to say it's relatable because I don't think you do street level crime type shit, but it's like you're not looking always look constantly looking up in the air waiting for someone to swoop in. It's it's like oh they're fighting on a bridge and and like no one's up on the the girders or trying to jump off the pier. They just literally just you know explosions happening. Shit just it, it it's almost it's a superhero movie, but it also kind of like comes off like a action drama kind of thing. Very gritty. Yeah. Not not sort of gritty. It's it's been sort of gritty. Like some of the fight scenes, I think. Yeah. Mm. I think they're good. And I mean like gritty and also like over the top silly with all the trick arrows and crazy right, shit right. like that. Uh um, and what's the name with the USB arrow? And like it was almost like, oh yes, this is arrow coming. And like it just like this don't kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's it harkens back to the Avengers movie when like mind controlled Hawkeye shot an arrow into the computer panel and downloaded mm-hmm. some shit or whatever. And also when uh, what if when he used it to get the uh, virus and when he um when they was going to use it on Ultron, remember? Oh right, right. It's but this there's this is this whole series I think exists because that Matt Fraction David Aja series uh, just kind of really reset Hawkeye as far as how cool he can be. And I mean, and and how cool he is is because he's a, like a, he's a hard luck schlub that uh, like, like throughout the whole series, he's always got like bandages on. He's always kind of bruised and beat well, up. One thing I, one thing I've read is like about the whole him losing his hearing kind of thing. Like they, they haven't dealt with that in the MCU. Like yeah, but, in the but that's a comic book trade. He's yeah, he's yeah, hard of hearing. Of so like it's one of those things where it's like if you if you really step back and look at it though, it's like okay, he's a normal guy, you know, doing shit amongst all of these superheroes. Even the one part in the LARPA thing where he was like, I fought Thanos. But it's showing like Hawkeye shows you real trauma. Like you see real trauma. It's not like, oh, I'm Captain America, I got shot trying to, you know, fighting Bucky on a triskelion, but like Next thing you know, I'm all held up. Or like I can jump from a fucking um spaceship, land on a bridge while I'm still in human form and I get up. Next thing I know, I'm the incredible heart kind of thing. But like Clint, Clint is like he's he's an everyman. He's an he's an everyman. So you get to see all types of trauma, like 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 we've been saying real life shit where you don't get as much from even even with um Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's like we got some of that, you know, but then it still was like, you know, the Bucky cyborg arm and yeah. Yeah, still the flying suit. Even even though he did use like his regular, he didn't when he was helping with the boat, he wasn't technically using his super strength then. But with this show, you get a lot of like, oh, if I was a superhero, I don't have any superpowers. I could be just like bow and arrow man. Yeah, archery is a skill you could develop yourself. Right. You can't yeah. get a super soldier serum. You can't get gamma radiated. You can't get a magic hammer. You can't get a cool suit of armor. You can get a bow and arrow. Right. You probably can't no look shoot things like he always does, <laughs> but uh, you can get close. Or defy gravity while shooting an arrow. Yeah. Perfectly imprecise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's like, it's just, just this side of realism. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all right? If I was an Avenger, I guess I could do that. Does, does anybody or like Black have, Widow just have a bunch of guns? Does anybody have a problem with 
the fact that the Ronin suit fits her perfectly. Did and it then it fits him and then it fits the tall like, guy it, perfectly. And you know, it well, wasn't I mean, baggy at all. And then well, here's the thing. If you if you want to think about the MCU, it's all about nanotech. Maybe there's a little bit of nanotech in this suit. Okay. Right? So okay. like anyone can put it on. Once you put it on, it's it it you know, it shrinks or expands to your body type. Okay. It's all I, I guess my, my only problem would be like there's a belt on just, it, you can cinch it. Yeah, but everyone's just putting it on. And sure they might have clothes, but do you really think Grills when he got home, he sat down like I'm gonna either wash this or put this on over my clothes? He probably was sitting in his boxes, threw the seat on, you know, yeah. mouthing out, especially I mean, even though we're in a, 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 I don't want to say we're in a post-COVID world because we're still in the COVID world, but the what fact that they had this 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 mouthpiece that everyone had over their mouth, like yeah, it's, it's gonna like, stink. Uh, not even like it's like someone else's germ is just up against my face, you know, like yeah. some some random suit I found. Like I don't know, this could have been some bum suit or something, you know. Like speaking, no, so of, it was uh, being auctioned in a fancy auction yeah. place. And the other thing is like Avengers Compound. I was like, how did they get that out of Avengers Compound? Oh, because in Endgame, it was just everything was obliterated by. Thanos he just shot everywhere. All sorts of shit was blown all over the place. So there's and I'm all sorts of shit can be out also there. After, after Tony has sold well, didn't he had, he had already sold Avengers Tower, right? Yeah. Well maybe he didn't maybe they didn't clean the basement out. Yeah. I'm wondering who who wants to watch it like another thing I read is that because that a lot of people are thinking it could be Kingpin, just because Kingpin loves trinkets and watches and things like that. And like the reason they were actually going for this watch specifically oh, yeah, the watch. was because they want to get it for Wilson Fisk, which I, I, I kind of feel like I might be disappointed if Wilson Fisk doesn't show up in this. Well, movie. no, he is, yeah. hasn't he already been in some of the MCU movies? He, he was on the Daredevil yeah. Netflix show, which is, oh, right. uh, uh, which is the not MCU has not thing. referenced them, but right. they have mm-hmm. referenced the MCU kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D. But there's a lot of rumors that the Daredevil from that series is going to be in the new Spider-Man movie that comes out in two is that weeks. Ben Affleck? No, that's uh, uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Ah, damn it! What about Vincent D'Onofrio? He's Kingpin. He's Kingpin in Kingpin, that Daredevil yeah. series, and a lot of there's a lot of hypotheses that he's going to show up in this Hawkeye series. But then, man, man, that, that was even a video where they said it's like if you listen to him when he's talking to Maya, and he kind of chuckles. Someone has found like a, a clip. Of Vincent D'Onofrio on a talk show laughing, and the laugh sounded just like the laugh that he did. Maybe like they want this to be so bad, and it's making me like literally like I want I, I as someone who watches all types of shitty shit sometimes. <laughs> I, I want all of these like <laughs> nerd school, all types of shitty shit. <laughs> right, right, but it's like like just the fact that like how much I love Ages of Shield, like. The first two seasons of Daredevil was pretty good. The like the Punisher was a really like um they're talking about fucking dumbing down the Punisher and bringing him into the MCU. But like a lot of these things were like they were MC, MCU adjacent. I kind of want them to finally with you know Spider Man and then with the new Doctor Strange and Loki kind of pulled these shows and these characters into the MCU because it's one of the things where like. Like how Andy was just saying, you reference them on a Netflix series, and then it's like you want to sit, you want to borrow from them, from them, but then you just want to kind of like not necessarily rewrite or like make us forget, like oh, 
fucking Phil Coulson, even though he died in the MCU, his ass, you know, they they reintroduced him back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they used shit that Marvel uses. I mean, LMDs are prominent in fucking Marvel. So it's like, yeah. why not just incorporate that into the MCU? LMDs, like life a- model decoys, robot duplicates that's like the original Nick Fury had a shit ton of them. And so it's, it's one of those, like watching a lot of these things and saying stuff that's coming out, I see where if Marvel's not careful, they can end up being how the DCEU is right now. Where it's like you can't be, like you're not consistently, consistently producing shit that makes people want to be invested in your character. Like, you know, and this is, this is but Marvel is careful, though. You said if if Marvel's not careful, they have been uh, careful know, from the like, Kevin Feige, here's baby. Here's the thing, and this is so like like how you know we've talked about other epi- like epi- other shows coming out based off of this or whatever, and then we have again this is this is diverging from Hawkeye, but like we have like Secret Invasion coming out, and like they're releasing stuff, so it's like, and then they also like now we find out. They say the real Maria Hill is going to be in a Secret Invasion series. So you have things where it's like you build upon things, like how Joe Sinner is saying, is there a big picture person kind of thing? So they have like this big picture and they're sitting there, they kind of like turn the world on its axis with the low-key series. You know, we're coming into Spider-Man and it's like where they fit at in the sort of like the timeline. But like if you, if, if if you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to be spoiling, but if you know what's going on so far, and the, the the phases that we're in, and like we're watching these shows now, which are like a part of Phase Four, it's like once you get to like Secret Invasion, is it going to sit there and kind of like fuck up some of the shit or confuse a lot of people? Because like, okay, well, this was that, and now this is the real one, and that's the fake one. That's that automatically destroy what you built. Like just yeah, the Nick the Fury thing alone is going to blow a lot of people's fucking minds. Holy shit! It, if they bring back Hasselhoff, if they bring back <laughs> Hasselhoff, the Hoff. if they have Hasselhoff's TV movie Nick Fury from the nineties in the multiverse and he shows up, that'd be some crazy shit. But yeah, like the multiverse opening up that. Like time travel is a, mm-hmm. is a hard thing to navigate and still makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And there's questions about Endgame. They're like, eh, does that work? Uh, but like even Eternals, in it where like I mean, I guess Eternal, I, I don't know if it necessarily played. I don't know if it necessarily came off the right way. But then the whole like, where were you guys when Thanos and how they explained it away kind of thing. Uh-huh. I feel like if Eternals was a like if more people knew about like Eternals, just the 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 con that one comment there would make it seem like yeah, where the fuck were you guys? Like, how did this? Like, how are you, how do you gloss that over? Like, okay, well we get it. They just they was too fucking busy doing some other shit. Like it worked when Captain Marvel said like we're not the only planet in the universe that needs help kind of thing. But, right, like right. you strong motherfuckers were here, so it's like. You didn't do anything. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, in a way, you kind of see it if you believe, if, if, let's go religion it. If you believe in things like God, where it's like, how does God let people die 
if we know that he can save him kind of thing. So it's like, it's, it's one of those things where like, on some hand, like I like this, to me, this series here, because they put it street level or whatever, and, and makes, it's, it's more, I don't want to say believable, but it's more like, okay, this is some relatable shit to like, okay, you're going to show us all these super powered bands and shit, shit happened. And yet somehow we had no answer for that kind of thing. Well, I mean, the Eternals, no one knew who they were. Mm-hmm. How did they know it? No one told them, hey, Thanos is here. Can you help? How would they have even known? Uh, like there was. So you said uh, they knew nothing of like, like, yeah, like Thanos showed up for like 10 minutes at the end of Infinity War. Uh, and then he shows up for the big fight at the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> other than that, what are the Eternals going to do about it? Like they're in other countries, they're scattered to the winds and they're doing their own shit. And suddenly they're just watching shit on the news. Uh, I mean, maybe Makari could have ran across the ocean or whatever and gotten there, but, uh, or Icarus or somebody, but Joe hasn't seen the Eternal yet. So, yeah, I don't know right. what the hell you're talking about. And, but- I, I, and I also realized as we, was, we sit there, like, like, me and Andy are sitting here debating Eternals, and this yeah. is about Hawkeye. And Joe's probably like, oh, but back to Hawkeye. It, Eternals is kind of the opposite of Hawkeye. <laughs> right. So in, in many, no, no, no. And, uh, just, Hawkeye is about a, a guy that like who's trying to get home for Christmas and keep organized crime keeps getting in his face. Whereas the Eternals are superpowered godlike beings oh. from the 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 celestial beings who created the world and blah blah blah. And that's it's, in the MCU also. Yeah. Yeah. And when did that come out? How come it wasn't a big deal? Like how come uh, that came was, out uh November. It was a big deal because it was it was um, delayed a lot of times because of the pandemic. Why didn't we watch it and cover it? Well, it, it, it should it should be out. I want to say it's supposed to come out a few days after Spider Man on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, it's so not out. Comes. It's not out yet. Well, it came out in the theaters. Yeah. Oh, it's a movie. I thought it was a TV yeah. series. No, oh, it's sorry. a movie. And, and Shang Chi too is out. We got to talk about that. Yeah, oh, but that's I was going to say it's a different. Huh. I was I couldn't remember if we talked about Shang Chi yet. We didn't do Shang Chi. We didn't do Black Widow. But I feel like we're doing we're doing the movies in the MC. You know, in the in phase order. they're in. But we're doing the right. TV shows. Like as they I come guess. out. I don't know why we're doing. Who knows what? what and, that's, and that's why we sit there and say at some point, unless we start changing up, we are going to converge on ourselves. Like we're going yeah. to create. A paradox. We're gonna create a nerd school paradox. Let me a ask you guys about paradoxes. Isn't doesn't Vincent D'Onofrio look too much like Mark Ruffalo? Huh? No, not when he's head shaved and wearing kingpin outfits. I don't know. Just his IMDb photo looks a little out Mark Ruffalo ish, so maybe they won't use him because of that. No. Has it been confirmed he's in this Hawkeye thing or not? No, it hasn't. Know. It's been it's been it's, suggested. It's just rumored. Teased. Like everyone just wants like that how, just, like, just like how Shane Carter was teased at the power broker, you know. And that, that kind of came true. Uh, but yeah, this series is really it's really fun. Uh, and I like how much it's basically using the the Fractionaja series as a basically a storyboard. Uh, and then they just have to weave the fact that Hawkeye has a wife and kids where he does not in the comics. Yeah. Uh, uh, into that. So Linda Cardellini's not in the comics. No, I don't think so. Is Kazi Kazi is that a villain in Super Comics? 
I don't I don't remember. I don't know if Cassie's in the comics, but I can't. And what about Grills? I don't know know who that is. Grills is the black guy. I don't know what we're talking about that that had to see. He was the LARPer. Oh, the LARPer. Uh, not that I can recall, but uh, I might be wrong. I haven't. I never finished that series. Oh, I just looked up the Marvel fandom. Gilbert Grills is Clint Barton's neighbor in that in the from Earth six sixteen, whatever that is six one six. That's the main. The yeah, the, like universe. a part, a big part of this series is like Hawkeye lives in this apartment, and he's he sometimes he goes out of the rooftop and has barbecues with his neighbors, and one of his neighbors like is always like grilling hamburgers and calls him Hawk. He, he thinks his name is Hawk Guy. Hawk, like Hawk guy. guy as opposed yeah. to Hawkeye. <laughs> well, that guy's name is Grills, and maybe that's... Oh, because like he grills. Maybe this is one of those yeah. nods to... It can, it can be. Yeah, it absolutely to, is. It's just like a nod, and it. that's it, like you talked about. Yeah, that's cool. So that's exciting, finding that shit. So like, it makes me just want to search through every single character on IMDb and find out what they are, because there's probably way more that we missed than all the other ones. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. There's not enough time in the world to watch all this shit. Like, if I, I, I mean, I could fill up every day if, if I didn't have a job with just watching nerd shit everywhere. I mean, just, and, just trying to get caught up on something like Star Wars, the Clone Wars could fill up a whole lot of your time. Well, that, I, I started doing that and then I dropped it because yeah. I got, you know, Rick and Morty. I still haven't caught yeah. up on And then Ted Lasso's great. So I, I can't stop watching that. And then I get a competition with other people. I, like I told a buddy of mine about Ted Lasso and I was mm-hmm. starting season two. He's already, I told him about it like last week and he's already watched both seasons and is ahead of me. I was like, just fucking told you. I was like, well, that's all I fucking do. <laughs> like he doesn't do anything else. And I was like, I, uh, well, fuck. Uh, so I don't know, but Ted Lasso is great. You know, I got to watch that. And there's other stuff. There's a million things I'm trying to catch up on. Yep. Anyway, it's you've got to you got to pick what you like, what you want to, what you really want to watch. Yeah, and then focus on that. And then once you start watching certain things, it's slowly but surely, just like I'll catch up on it. I yeah. can't be a completist that. about nerd shit. Right, it's hard. Like, I, I want to like, be complete I, like, about everything. Like this is some anime shit, but like, um, there's one anime character named Naruto. He has a son now called. Did I say that Naruto? Naruto. I, I always in my head it was always Naruto, but. Uh... Yeah. And, it's Japanese. The Japanese language doesn't really have an R sound. So, like, let's say Linda. Linda would be Renda. So, basically, what you you're taking your tongue and you're kind of like feathering it across the roof of your mouth when you pronounce your R. Like, whenever I see, like, as a, and this to me, this is one of my weird nerdy perks. Whenever I'm watching, like, let's say a game video, gameplay video or something, and like the Naruto series always goes on sale. It's just one dude. He always say. Naruto, Naruto. I'm like, doesn't like are you for something like to me, even <laughs> if I didn't know a little bit about little Japanese, if I see are you, I'm not gonna look at it as are it's not I'm not gonna look at the U as a really long U. So it wouldn't be like Ru. It wouldn't come off as Ru because I'm thinking when I say so, Ru, I think so Naruto. And you're <laughs> saying that you're saying that Baltimore you kind of like two. So to back to the story, I mean, that's the thing. Like, so I, I started watching when it came out with the new Boruto series. I started it. I got to like maybe the first 40 episodes. And then I think I started watching something else. And they, you know, they constantly coming out with episodes. So they got up. Then I started watching it again. 
and I got up to like 90 something. Then I got up to like 110 and I stopped watching it again. And like now they're currently on like episode 250 something or whatever. And I just started watching it again on Hulu and I've gotten up to one, 140. But what but do I'm, you get? I, what do you get for your trouble? Like you've watched all that. What do you, well, do you have- Because to, to me, like the, the storyline is interesting. So it's almost like let's, like, let's say for instance, if you had like, if you're reading the comic book, yeah. let's say he was reading the Hawkeye comic book. Like if he was reading the Hawkeye comic book and it had like, like right now, if you want, you can go read Hawkeye's comics, comic book and you have like all these issues you can read. So like you'll read a couple, read a couple, read a couple, and you may pause, but then I was like, oh shit, this shit's getting like how now how you probably can't wait till Wednesday to see episode four of Hawkeye. When you like <laughs> not even that, like how you're excited about Ted Lasso. Oh I told yeah. You, make sure you pay attention to Nate this evening. You told me that, and I'm watching right. him, and but I feel right. like you're spoiling it for me. I'm not. I'm not. But but you're gonna sit like you can you already seen. Somebody else told me at the end of it, they're like, that was great, but somebody ends up being a bad person. I'm not saying anything more. And then you told me to watch Nate, so now I know Nate ends up evil. It could be Roy. It could be Nate's got an evil twin now. It could be Jamie fucking Tart. (laughs) This show is so fucking up. I've only seen the first episode of that show. Ah, Jason Sudeikis killed. Jason Sudeikis (laughs) is a goddamn national treasure. Yeah, I, that guy to, needs to be to promoted the king of all entertainment, and everything goes through him. To the nerd culture, I feel like Jason Sudeikis with this show has done what Will Arnett has done with Lego Batman. It's like remember okay. remember Main Justice, the Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. sketch where like yeah. a bunch of New Orleans people are uh, relocated to Maine, but they still talk all New Orleans, and mm-hmm. I never like, saw that. Uh, one time he made Jamie Foxx crack up by talking about ass fire. It was pretty good. <laughs> I don't remember that. But the, with that, let's let's speaking of ass fire, let's uh, fire <laughs> fire the rest of this episode out our asses. Uh, uh, because that has been our Hawkeye first three episodes. Sh- I have a podcast, and we all loved it, and we all want you to see it. And mm-hmm. those of you who are saying it's terrible and it sucks. Are wrong. Joe says, "Fuck you in your ass fire." <laughs> no, it's good, man. I'm excited about what they're building. I can't wait for the mm-hmm. Young Avengers now, because they're mm-hmm. you know they're establishing these characters like you guys said they would mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I want to know about now. And if they had and these TV series, just like you said before, it's doing this. It's it's taking these characters who are like Hawkeye's the least probably the one of the least screen time of a lot of the Avengers, and he doesn't get to do anything. But and then you're like. You get to you know really get this to see guy. Some breakout with him in Age of Once we get the Age of Ultron, you know, you get to see a little, a little more. But now I'll bet if I go back and watch Avengers, I'll care about him more. Like just when I watched that's Thor, good. Thor: Dark World, that's I really liked Loki one. better. You know, like I cared more about Loki. So it's cool what they're doing. I love what they're doing. It's so exciting that we live in a time that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. In case that ever goes away, but. Uh, I mean, the only thing that's been more exciting than that is Greg DeHeimer Valentine's wrestling career. Uh, other than that, uh, that's it. <laughs> Woo! Uh, okay. It's good to know where your bar is. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say about this or to each other? Are you guys going to make up and apologize to each other? Uh, Andy, I just wanted, want, to, want to say <laughs> that Joe wants us to do a thumb wrestling match to yes. see who can ruin 
Coco's ligament hurts. When it gets, <laughs> I like my it, ligaments. <laughs> I like my ligaments it, where the, I like my ligaments unruined. When it gets top billing as nerd of the year. <laughs> you know what? I'll 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 cede to you, Artemis Prime. You let him win. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else about uh, Hawkeye that you guys want to say before we go? Uh, read the Matt Fraction David Aja series. I don't love everything Matt Fraction did, but that uh, that book was really good. And it's what I'm looking forward to is if we get maybe not a whole episode, but there was a whole issue from the pizza dog's perspective. Pizza mm-hmm. dog. I'm trying to get my family. To let, we just got a new dog. I'm trying to get them to let me name the dog pizza dog. And we'll see. <laughs> uh, and so if they might do at least a chunk of an episode, which is just the dog's point of view of what's going on. And oh, try, I hope so. And you got to try to figure out what's happening in the real world uh, while from the, the dog's observations of things. And oh, that'd be cool. they might not have the balls to go that far because they only have six episodes. Well, they have that. It's called Secret Life of Pets. What's that? It's called Secret, Secret Life, Life of Pets. Pets. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's also an animated series called Housebroken, where there are a lot of pets who get around, gather around, and they have this one dog who acts like a psychologist to all of the pets. <laughs> and there's a there's a comic book called Beasts of Burden by uh, Evan Dorkin and uh, oh I can't remember the artist's name. I don't want to be your beast of burden, but, it's, but that's uh, like like a dramatic sort of series starring animals as like paranormal investigators. We're also it's... getting a Marvel pet series. And we're also never going to end this episode if you guys getting don't a, shut We're getting a DC up. Super Pets movie where yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like the Rock Johnson. Johnson. Okay. And, and we're out of here. Excelsior. Good night. Thank See, you Dwayne the Rock Johnson night, is going to play It will never end if I don't just fade the volume. I fade fade the volume out here. Kevin oh, Hart. Yeah, They're all there going, going blabbing on and on. Back. Kevin Hart is Ace the Batman. You better thank Hallmark. You better thank Hallmark. president no more but evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons and people thinking this election to end racism proud of pessimism glad to see obama but don't expect me not to speak out when i still see problems the nerd school podcast nerd school is a member of the queen city podcast network powered by ortho carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, you improved. <laughs> Listen, people can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>